Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you had a great weekend. I enjoyed watching the NFL playoff games over the weekend. I'm Scoot on the air. Saw a lot of Taylor Swift because Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs did really well. A big surprise. The The Baltimore Ravens all season look like the team to beat in the Super Bowl, and they're not even getting to the Super Bowl. I mean, it seems like uh, Lamar Jackson uh, kind of choked. I mean, I, I think there was, uh, there were, I, th- I think one of the uh, the TV analysts said maybe he was trying to do too much. Maybe he was just trying to shoulder the whole team, and it is a, it is a team effort. But that was a, a real disappointment and a big surprise. And a lot of people thought it was going to be the 49ers and the Ravens. It's going to be the 49ers and the Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. They really had a great season. Had a great season, but they just didn't show up to play. And the 49ers, you know, I mean, the the 49ers had to come from behind to win that game. So, look, it was exciting football for anybody who just wanted to to, to watch the games. And I was just kicking back and didn't have any money on any of the games, didn't have anything to gain, anything to lose. So I just enjoyed watching, um, watching football. And in two weeks, it's the Super Bowl between the Chiefs, who have won it so many times, and they've been in it so many times. And the 49ers, who have been in it their, uh, their fair share of, uh, of times. Uh, Chiefs and the 49ers, we'll talk more about that when we get closer to the Super Bowl. All right, a, a lot to get to. Um, Michael Thomas is, uh, is sending out some social media posts that are uh, critical of the, of the Saints and critical of uh, Derek Carr. I got the impression in the beginning of the, this season that uh, Michael Thomas was excited about Derek Carr. And that one of the reasons that Michael Thomas was coming back was because of Derek Carr. Maybe I missed something, but that was the impression that I got very, very early on in the uh, in the season. So um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened there. But he, he seems to be really bitter right now, and uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, a lot of talk about Taylor Swift spending so much time in her her private jet, and how much um, emissions are being burped out of the jet as she as she flies around because you know they're environmentalists who um don't like her flying in the jet as much as she's flying in the jet and she's all over the place in fact now that the kansas city chiefs are going to be in the super bowl she is going to be in concert the aries tour is in japan the day of the super bowl so she has 13 hours to get from japan to las vegas where the Super Bowl is this year. 
and somebody's already plotted that all out and figured out what it's going to take, what time she has to leave to be there at, at a certain time. She was down on the field. She was down on the field and, and, and gave, uh, gave Travis a big kiss. And, of course, that was the picture that uh, ended up all over the place. And some, somebody said that they saw her mouth, I love you. So, you know, quite a cute couple. And in spite of some people freaking out because it's taking away from the game, it's really not taking anything away from the game. Also, the death penalty in Louisiana is now up for discussion. And look, I, I, know, I, I know some of you want the death penalty to be as brutal as possible. But apparently this, this recent uh, death penalty case, I think it was in, in Alabama, the guy was like jerking all over the table, according to one, one eyewitness account. Uh, and they, they gave him, what was it, nitrogen or whatever? They, they gave him something, something a little bit different. And I don't know why it's so difficult to find something that will kill somebody. I mean, it just, it seems like there are so many things out there that will kill you instantly that why are we having a problem finding a drug that will kill you? I, I don't understand that. Also, the uh, case of um, Cardell Hayes, the guy who shot Will Smith, former Saints player, in his retrial, found guilty of manslaughter. And apparently there were some things about that that just didn't buy into this idea that you were fearful of your life, that you were afraid of, uh, you, you were afraid for your life, that your life was threatened. You know, you, you can't do certain things if, you're, if your life is threatened. And sometimes people who are involved in these uh, shootings say, well, yeah, I, yeah, my life was threatened. But, you know, the, but then they, they, they do something that indicates your life wasn't threatened. It wasn't threatened at all. So anyway, that's an interesting uh, topic of discussion uh, going on. Ian Hoke is our senior producer. He joins us at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, too, as well. How are we? Good. You have a good weekend? I did a great weekend. I got to listen to the games yesterday. I watched just a little bit, but uh, I had a bunch of stuff to do in my apartment. So I thought, you know, I'm just going to put on the WWL uh, stream from Westwood One and uh, just try and enjoy the game that way. And, you know, I don't do that often enough, really. I mean, I'm like everybody else. You know, I want to see, yeah, yeah. see the visual medium. But, man, just being able to listen to it while you're just puttering around the house taking care of business is, well, is an experience all to itself. You're free. Yeah. You know, and I had to run some errands during the game, so I'm watching part of the game, jump in the, yeah. jump, jump in the car, put the game on WWL, and mm-hmm. listen to it as I'm uh, driving around. So. Yeah, I had to walk over to their hardware store, and I didn't yeah. miss a beat. That's nice. Yeah, it was great. You know, there was a time when hardware stores were not open on Sundays. Really? Yeah, there was a time when I was growing up. In fact, the, the, the hardware section— I guess that makes sense. The hardware section of the uh, grocery store— had, really? had like blue dra- had a blue drape over it. You're kidding no, me. That's you, weird. You, you could not buy a hammer like on a Sunday, even at a grocery store. Because of the Sabbath. Or the because day of the rest. Sabbath, yes. yeah. You're not supposed to work on That's Sundays. That's crazy. Yeah. It, I forgot what it was. I uh, forgot what the law was called. Somebody can, can remind me. But I remember growing up, there was a blue tarp over the, the, the section of the grocery store that sold hardware items, nails and that is so interesting. And light bulbs and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I guess it makes true. sense, you know, no one really know about the day of rest and all that, but yeah. uh, I didn't know that they would go so far as to not only not open a hardware store, but to actually make it impossible for right. you to buy hardware from a section of a store that is open on Sunday. That's and speaking crazy. of closed on Sunday, I, I was on Veterans Highway yesterday and I saw a car dealership and you know how they, uh, if there's an entrance to the car dealership, they put a car blocking the way. 
so you can't get any cars out. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed this? I have never noticed that, no. You've never noticed this? I don't think so. I don't look at car dealerships with a great okay. attention to detail. Right. Like I'm never going to buy one. When, when the dealership is closed, sometimes at night, and then, then on, like on weekends, the driveway into the, the dealership, they put a car there. They'll block, park one there. They par- a car there yeah. blocking the entrance. So you can't sneak in there and right. hotwire one and then drive it off the lot. Well, but the car that they had blocking the entrance is the one I would want to steal anyway. Well, then you should have gone and stolen that well, one. So what I'm saying is, is that why, what, why can't you just steal the car that's blocking the way? What kind of car was it? It was a. I mean, it was, was a, It was the, the nice Mercedes SUV. Oh well, yeah. The big. The, I mean, the, the big. The tank. The big tank. The G thing or whatever it is. Maybe. Maybe they. They were like, okay, go go put the G thing out there. So if anything gets stolen, it's gonna be that one, and it's a lemon. You know, it's, no, it's, it's, it's something, something's wrong with the car and they don't want to have to make somebody, you know, All go right. out there and try to sell it to some little unsuspecting old lady who's going to buy a nice car. And it turns out it's a piece of junk. But if you're a really sophisticated car thief, the, the car blocking the way is not going to hamper you because you're just going to steal that car. Get somebody to steal that car and then go get the car you want. It just doesn't seem like if you're going to steal a car, why couldn't you just steal that car to get it out of the way and get the car that you wanted? Why don't you and I talk off the air for a minute and draw up a plan here? Okay. And uh, we'll get that figured out. You know, we have to take we have to take a moment to talk about uh, three U.S. service members uh, killed by a drone uh, in the Middle East in Jordan. And there's a lot of confusion about this. What I'm hearing is there were things going on, and they might have thought it was a U.S. drone. Whatever, the U.S. military screwed up and did not take down this drone. And the drone killed, injured others, but killed three U.S. Um, service members in the Middle East. And um, President Biden says we are going to retaliate. So we'll see what that means. But I'm not so sure that uh, this was just a random, uh, a random attack by a, a drone from our enemy. Uh, this could have been very, very well planned. It could have been planned for the time that it that it happened, which would have caused maybe some people to not uh, pay total attention to it. So anyway, just we we have to just recognize uh, those three brave service members who died in service to our country, and all those who were were injured. A, a real uh, tragedy, and it's just a reminder that we have service members who are targets. They're targets overseas because they're service members. And we have to always remember that. Um, and uh, let's, um, you know, pray for their families and pray for their souls. But uh, we really had to address that at the, the beginning of the show here. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sure we will learn more. And if the military screwed up, it, the military will need to be held accountable for this. All right. It's uh, Manic Monday. If you want to join us with a, a comment, you can uh, call us on the Oakenheart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. All right. Let's go to uh, Mike. All right. Mike works for a dealership. He's got an answer to the question. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, it's actually John. But uh, I, heard, I heard the uh, comments about the dealership. And okay. The actual reason that... The actual reason that dealerships place a car as a we call them blockers blockers okay. is to pre- to prevent to prevent someone who is looking to vandalize from pulling into the property with their vehicle and then vandalizing vehicles radios and that sort of thing a lot of times they'll try to take wheels 
And if they have their vehicle parked next to it, it's just easier for them to take rims off a car, stick it in their trunk, and drive away. So it's more of a deterrent to keep I them see. off the property, yeah, than to keep them stealing it. Actually, yeah. when I always saw that, John, I always thought uh, I always thought that that was to to, to block somebody from getting a car out. But it, it, this makes more sense because you could, if you really wanted to steal a car, you could steal the car that was blocking the way and and then get out whatever else you wanted to if you wanted to steal more cars. Exactly. It's it's just it's just a measure to kind of keep them from getting their own vehicle in there and kind yeah. of taking their time, if you will. That's all. I understand, John. I, I appreciate the call. All right. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland R. Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. Getting ready to ramp up. Mardi Gras parades are coming. This weekend is a huge weekend. I'm getting ready for the crew of Mad Hatters. It's this coming Saturday, February the 3rd. It's going to be fun. It is a fun time to be in New Orleans. All right. If you want to join us, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is a beautiful Monday. And look, you know our attitude on Mondays on this show. You know, we don't get down on Mondays because you know what? Monday is another day of just of, of living life. And I know you might have had fun over the weekend. You might have wanted to sleep late today. You know, you didn't want to get up and you don't want to go through the whole week. But, you know, we've got excitement coming up toward the end of the week. And then this weekend, a lot of Mardi Gras parading. Family Gras is coming up this weekend. The crew of Mad Hatters is uh, Saturday. And this is one of the spectacular parades in Metairie. And, man, you can come across the lake from the North Shore. It's right there on Veterans and Causeway and then goes down down Veterans. It's a great parade. It's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of people in it that you're going to recognize. I'm so proud to have Amanda Shaw riding with me again. Amanda Shaw and her band are going to uh, be on the top of the float. And we'll be down on the, the bottom part of the float. I have invited Ian Hoke to, uh, to ride with me uh, this year. So uh, I'm looking forward to just a, a great parade on Saturday. We'll be talking more about that as we get closer to the weekend. But look, our attitude about Monday is, um, all right, so it's Monday. Um, you know, just uh, the weekend's going to be here before you know it. So don't don't get down. Enjoy the fact that you, uh, you have this day to live. And you never know what's going to happen to you on any given day. And this could turn out to be a really great day for you. So we've got a, we've got a positive attitude on Mondays. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, on this day in 1985, they finished recording a song that proved to be a, an epic song in 1985. We're going to play that song for you. Yeah, they, they finished recording. They, uh, they finished recording. They walked into the sunlight out of the studio because they had been recording this song 
all night, and they finished it. And it was on this day in 1985. We're going to play that song going into the next break. Uh, President Biden says that the United States will respond after a drone strike killed three American troops Saturday in Jordan along the Syrian border. We had a tough day last night. U.S. officials say one of several Iranian-backed groups was behind the deadly attack on an installation known as Tower 22, a critical hub in Jordan for U.S. troops in Syria. After asking for a moment of silence during an appearance at a South Carolina church banquet hall, the U.S. deaths are the first after months of strikes by Iran-backed militias across the Middle East amid the Israel-Hamas war. Dozens more were injured in the attack. Congressional Republicans are blasting the Biden administration for essentially allowing adversaries to target U.S. forces by failing to deter them. Sagar Magani, Washington. Also, we're getting a, a little better look at details of a bipartisan, love that word, you don't really hear it very often, a bipartisan border control bill. But don't get too excited because former President Donald Trump is trying to kill the bill. It's a border control bill. He's trying to kill the bill. But House Speaker Mike Johnson doesn't sound like he's on board either. A limit uh, this issue of parole, which has been sometimes used to resettle some migrants. So uh, really trying to uh, make this a more efficient and streamlined system rather than allowing some migrants to, you know, languish here in this country for weeks, months, you know, as they wait for their fate to be decided. Speaker Mike Johnson over in the House has made clear that whatever comes out of the Senate is potentially dead in the House. So, again, that just shows the uphill climb this bill uh, potentially has once it's finalized. There is some real concern here on Capitol Hill that that could undermine a potential deal and agreement once this legislation is released. But the senators are moving forward. Here's the real tragedy here. We've, We've talked about this a lot on the show recently. I will be surprised if there's any kind of significant border control bill passed. And here's why. Because Republicans don't want it to pass. Donald Trump doesn't want it to pass. Because the more messed up the border is, the more they can use that against Biden and Democrats. So they don't want to pass it. They don't want things to be better. Even though it would be better for the country to have the border more under control. Look, no matter what they pass, it's not going to come under control immediately. I, I mean, I wish it would, but I don't think that's going to happen immediately. But but th- there's going to be a reluctance, reluctance to get something done because this is all about politics. It's about making things look bad now. So you're more prone to vote for the other party when it comes to the White House and other elections as well. Also, a jury in New York is awarding an additional $83.3 million to columnist E. Jean Carroll in her defamation case against President Donald Trump. Carol smiled as the verdict was read. Donald Trump had left the building by then in his motorcade. Last year, a jury awarded Carol $5 million, saying she was sexually abused by Trump at a department store in New York and then defamed by claims she made it up. 
Carol's lawyer, Roberta Kaplan, urged jurors in her closing argument to punish Trump enough that he would stop a steady stream of public statements smearing her client as a liar and a whack job. In a statement, Trump called the verdict absolutely ridiculous. Alina Haba is his attorney. He took the stand. He abided by the rules of this corrupt system that I have seen. We will immediately appeal. Trump was shaking his head vigorously as Carol's attorney spoke and suddenly walked out of the courtroom in a huff. He later returned. I'm Ed Donahue. Is that, what, is that what it sounded like? Yeah, I don't know. Tough guy. Yeah, tough guy. And Trump's civil trial um, could have his real estate empire dissolved for lying about his financial statements for a long period of time over and over and over again. An Associated Press analysis of nearly 70 years of civil cases shows such a penalty only imposed a dozen previous times. Trump's case stands apart. It's the only big business found threatened with shutdown without showing obvious victims and major losses. Legal experts say the judge, who already ruled against Trump, could decide dissolution means stripping him of not only his New York holdings like Trump Tower, but other properties like Mar-a-Lago. The state attorney general is recommending Trump be banned from doing business in New York and pay hundreds of millions in fines. Some legal experts worry if the judge goes out of his way to punish the former president, it could make it easier for courts to wipe out companies in the future. Julie Walker, New York. Well, if they're going to lie and cheat, if they're not going to play by the rules, then wipe them out. I, 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 don't, I don't know why cheating and, and lying has somehow become so acceptable in, in America. I mean, why do we have the rules if you're not going to follow the rules? If you're not going to force people to follow the rules, why do we even have the rules? Hey, if you're a, a, a MAGA supporter, if you're a Trump supporter, you might be surprised that uh, Snoop Dogg, yeah, the rapper, is apparently changing his opinion. He says now nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. So here you are agreeing with Snoop Dogg. Let's go to Ian Hoke with some of your text messages. Uh, we got one billion and a half text messages letting us know that blue laws is blue the laws, word we okay. were looking for there into uh, reasons you couldn't buy hardware on the Sabbath. Yeah, somebody just, um, if somebody just tuned in, uh, we were talking about this at the beginning of the show. Uh, there was something, something about something about a hardware store. Was, I went to the was, hardware oh, store yesterday. You know, Ian went to the hardware store yesterday, Sunday, and I brought up from my past how unusual that 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 is because hardware stores used to be closed on Sundays, and not only that, but the hardware section where they sold hammers and household items and things like that. That section of the 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 supermarket, the grocery store, they had a blue tarp over it. And you couldn't sell anything from, from that area on, on Sundays because of the Sabbath. So Blue Laws is the, the name of the law. So. Well, the hardware store might as well have been closed because I walked away empty-handed. I thought it would be slam dunk to go in there and get some curtain holdbacks, but no. Uh, here's a text that says um, lots of people are suggesting ways to execute people that aren't nitrogen yeah, gas. Yeah, I mean, if you're just tuned in, uh, there's a big headline on the story. We've got it on our website, www.com. Will Louisiana resume using the death penalty. And there seems to be this concern now how to kill people, how to execute people. And it doesn't seem like it's that difficult. There are so many things out there that will kill you. Why are we having a hard time finding a drug that will kill you? How often do we talk on the news? How often do we hear in the news 
about how deadly fentanyl is. If you give somebody too much fentanyl, they're dead. Why don't we just use fentanyl? Why, why do we have to have this complicated execution cocktail to, to kill people? Uh, it just seems like there's enough out there. Look, if I, unless I'm mistaken, I'm not a doctor. I played one when I was a kid, but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> uh, there were, um, there were, um, th- there were. Th- you could, if you, if you give somebody too much um, morphine, dead. And man, what a nice way to go out. You know, you get a little shot of morphine. I mean, yeah. first of all, if you're getting morphine, you're in pain. And so it's not like you're getting it under fun circumstances. If you're getting morphine, you're in a lot of pain. The morphine doesn't make it go away. The morphine just helps you deal with the pain. It's a great painkiller. But if you give somebody too much morphine, they die. So, I mean, what an easy way to just, you know, slip away. You could be like holding your teddy bear and just, you know, slip away with too much morphine. So why is it hard to find something to kill somebody? Uh, Here's a text that says that bill, the border control bill, contains hundreds of millions of dollars more for Ukraine. How long do we have to take care of other people while we have vets sleeping under the interstate all across the country? That's the real tragedy. There are enough laws in place. It's like gun laws. And if they were enforced, we would not have these problems. That is a tragedy. But, you know, let's set the record straight on this. It's sad, but there are some vets that are sleeping under overpasses because that's the life that they choose. There are people who don't want help. There are people who don't know how to ask for help, who don't know how to get help. It's really sad. When I lived downtown, I I ran into the homeless people who I felt like were were mentally unstable all the time, every every day of my life. So the sad thing is, is that, that some people who have been in the military fall into that category where they're not mentally stable. And they may be, some of them are among those who don't get help because they don't want the help. And it's really, it's really hard to convince somebody they need help if they, if they need it and they don't, they don't want the help. It's not as if there are not advocacy groups out there right. who are pleading with local, state, and federal government to provide some aid to homeless people, homeless veterans especially. We right. can have both things at once. We yeah. can give money to Ukraine and, you know, uh, we, we, America has a responsibility to uphold the post-World War II global order which includes sending a few hundred million dollars to Ukraine. If that grinds your gears, okay, I'm sorry, but I, I think most people think that we should do that. Well, there, there are still a lot of people in this country who don't want to admit it, but they have this uh, tacit, um, vicarious support for Vladimir Putin in Russia, mm-hmm. and they're not that crazy about us defending Ukraine when defending Ukraine really amounts to defending democracy in that part of the world. Uh, here's a text that says, Scoot, you are so funny. What happened back in 2016 when bump, wa- I'm sorry, when Trump wanted to bump up border security and the Democrats did everything in their power to not help him just because he wanted to get the border under control. Now, all of a sudden, it is a crisis on the border and now it's Republicans' fault that they aren't getting a bill done. What a joke. Well, it's, it's, it was a crisis then. I mean, I remember having the conversation on this show when Trump was in office. We had a conversation about there's a crisis at the border. I don't care if the media is ignoring it. There is a crisis at the border. So there's been a crisis at the border for a long time. It may have gotten even worse. 
But this crisis at the border is nothing new. And Democrats don't want to solve a problem that makes Republicans look good. So I'm not being a hypocrite here. Uh, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's just the, it's just the reverse. Democrats don't want things to be good when a Democrat is trying to oust a Republican from the White House. I don't remember a Trump-era comprehensive bipartisan border control bill that made it all the way to, like, a conference committee between the House and the Senate. Like, yeah, there was the wall, but that was it. There was nothing else about uh, asylum reform or anything like that. I mean, we had Remain in Mexico that came out a couple years later, but I think the bill that's working its way through the Hill now— we haven't had anything like that in like 10 years. This is not, you know, just the latest right. edition that we almost had, you know, five years but ago. But yeah, if Republicans are doing it now, they don't want things to be good now. Democrats, when, when there's a, a Republican in the White House, Democrats don't want things to be good. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's both sides. It's our political system. And they're both doing the same damn thing. Uh, here's a text that says, you like all this unfair lawfare against Trump. You're OK with that. This is called interference in the election. It's low down. It's dirty. If you're going to approve of it, you show your obvious bias. Well, first of all, low down and dirty and politics all go together. There's nothing about politics that is not low down and dirty. Every aspect of politics is low down and dirty. And, and here's what you need to do if you're a politician. What you need to do is don't do anything wrong. Don't give the enemy information that can be used against you. Follow the rules, follow the laws, and don't mess up because there are going to be people targeting you. So, you know, I, I mean, I show my bias. I show my bias in, in a lot of ways. I'm, I'm biased against hypocrisy. I'm biased against stupidity. I'm biased against um, people uh, feeling one way because it's their candidate and then another way because it's another candidate. You know, that's hypocrisy. Yes, I'm biased against hypocrisy. Uh, And I'll leave you with this one. Here's a text swinging back to the executions real quick. This person says, I've worked around hyperbarics and exotic breathing gases for 18 years. One large breath of a pure, noble gas like nitrogen or helium will knock you unconscious immediately and paralyze your lungs. Oh, then they said inert gas, I meant. Well, I'm not sure if they meant noble gas. Yeah, well, nitrogen and helium are both noble gases. So I, I don't know. I'm not a chemist. I don't know what this person means. But the point of the text is nitrogen or helium will knock you out right away. Why not use that? The point is, is there's, there's a lot of stuff out there that can render you totally unconscious and then they can kill you. I, I don't know why this is such a big debate. I mean, it, it shouldn't be because it's a lot of stuff out there that can easily kill you. Not the least of which is fentanyl, which apparently is everywhere. So why not use fentanyl to put somebody to death if they're sentenced to die? If we're going to have the death penalty, this should not be a big discussion. All right. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line is 504 504- 260-1870. On the scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day, January 29th, 1985, Bruce Springsteen and Bob Dylan and Michael Jackson and all these people walked out of the, the studio when the sun was coming up. They'd been there all night recording We Are the World. This was done by a group that was collectively known as USA for Africa. There was a lot of awareness um, brought to starving children in in areas of Africa, and it was um, designed to raise money for Africa. Sadly, in the end, a lot of money went to people who were executing the, the, the money and executing all of the plans and everything, and a lot of money didn't get to actually feed 
the children, but uh, some of it did. But anyway, this is the day they walked out of the studio after recording We the World. So we'll, we'll share some of this, uh, some parts of this uh, throughout the show. I'm Scoot. It's always fun to, to pick out the voices that you know. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. Yeah, this is Dion Warwick, I think. Another part of the song, uh, We Are the World, by USA for Africa. They finally finished recording it on this day in 1985. Well, they started uh, the day before, 1985, and they walked out of the studio the morning of 19, the morning of January 20, uh, 29th on this day in 1985. Here's another section of the song. Bruce! Steve Perry, Daryl Hall. Well, we could do this for the rest of the show. All right, I'm Scoot. Let's get to some of your calls. Let's go to Metairie. David, you're on WWL. Good afternoon, David. Hey, Scoot, can you hear me? I can. Yeah, somebody text a call about spending money on uh, homeless people instead of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, said something about the border. You know, if people would quit watching the Kardashians and maybe watch Frontline or something, they might know a little bit more than these things they say. First off, homeless people is a social program paid by, by local government. Ukraine's Defense Department money from the feds. Okay, that ain't happening. And, and, and I'm sick and tired of this about the money spent on Ukraine. I was in the Army when East Germany was divided in half, stood on the border and looked at the Soviets over there who wanted to run over us. You know, like I said before, first off, the U.S. defense budget, you can look it up, is more than Russia. China and India combined. We spend so much money, all right? That comes out of our defense budget. It's like a, a pin dry, a pin in a haystack, all right? So the, the thing is, would you rather give them the money and let them fight and win, or would you rather not give them the money like Trump does, roll right into Ukraine, Trump pulls out of NATO, they roll across Europe, then we're going to have to fight and spend $3 trillion and have maybe 200,000 Americans killed. The short-sightedness of people that don't have a clue what goes on if they would join the military, it, it just upsets me with this. And then as far as the border, you know, they blame the Democrats. Trump himself said don't sign it so he can win the election. These, these, like you said, Scoot, these politicians, they don't care about the citizens. Everything right. they do is to retain their power, and people ought to wake up in this country. Right. You know, so right. screw the border. He wants to get reelected. You know, this is— right. Donald, Trump, Donald Trump also said, also said within the last couple of weeks that he wants the economy in the U.S. to tank. That would right. affect a lot of now, Americans, but he wants that because I, it would be easier for him to get reelected. So it's further you know, proof that the politicians don't care about us. Well, they only care he, about he's, them. He's beyond politics. They don't even say that. He don't even try to hide it because he's a sociopath. Him. But <laughs> no. but I tell you what, you want you want you want Russia and China to take over the world and him line his spot. You know they. They bad him out trying to get Hunter Biden, who's never been a politician on China money, never found him. What about the 7.8 million Trump got illegally while he's president? You know, nobody. I, I tell you, this country is, is going down. I know, down David. I know. Past. You know, and and you know, it doesn't matter which side you're on. I mean, there's evidence that this country's going to hell. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, I'm a little bit more optimistic. You know, I'm a baby boomer. I, I lived through 1968. I, I was young at the time. But I can look back and see what I lived through. I lived through the Cuban Missile Crisis. I lived through, you know, the, the, the threat of, of, of nuclear war, which in, in many ways is worse than the threat of terrorism. As bad as the threat of terrorism is, the death toll from, from a terrorist attack is nothing compared to the death toll that we lived with 
when it came to the idea of, of a nuclear war. And as I mentioned last week, that movie Oppenheimer, which has been nominated for so many uh, Academy Awards, that movie Oppenheimer really does um, remind baby boomers what we went through because of our fear of the bomb. So, look, there are problems today, and it doesn't matter which side you're on. You can find enough information to convince people the world's coming to an end. I'm more optimistic than that. I don't think that's going to happen. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. If you're on hold, stay with us. We've got uh, more texter uh, pouring in, so we'll get to all of that coming up. And also later, we'll be talking about the uh, exciting NFL games. So the Super Bowl is going to be between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. A bit of a surprise. I was kind of hoping the lines would, would break through, but they, they didn't. And then uh, the Ravens were really expected to win it all, and they just blew it at home against the Chiefs. You think Taylor Swift really is a luck, lucky charm for him? I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. All right, Eminem apparently uh, flipped off some 49er fans. I mean, you know, you blame him. I mean, the guy's from Detroit. Eminem is a diehard Detroit Lions fan. It's not the best way to express yourself, but, you know, that had to be a a frustrating moment. And, you know, who knows what they were saying to Eminem. Also, it appears as if uh, Taylor Swift was kind of asking the cameras to to go away. Yeah, we got a lot to get to this afternoon. I'm Scoot on the air. If you're on hold, stay with us. More of your calls and more of your text coming up next. It's a beautiful Monday on WWL. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.